podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. It is full-time Reds. I'm Matt. That's Kev. We're here after the score finishes. Liverpool 1 leads 2 in the Premier League. Liverpool's second straight loss in the Premier League to a team that has the least number of points in the league. Well, Kev, we meet again under slightly different circumstances as the last one, but exactly the same as last weekend. Yeah, it's been it's shite, isn't it? I mean, every there's no addressing it up from start to finish. We were outworked, outfought, and we just didn't have answers to the pressure they put us under. And credit to Leeds, they played out of their skin, and Melia had a brilliant game tonight. You know, it was like we had chances, just didn't take them. Uh, I think Melia made nine saves or something tonight, nine or ten saves. We had plenty of efforts on target, just wouldn't couldn't score so if you don't score you're giving yourself a problem and from start to finish i mean the game started like a freight train and it never stopped there was no let up so you know a, a lot of uh things that were being papered over the cracks that were being papered over over the last few weeks and months were exposed and badly exposed tonight um it was like someone ripped the band-aid off of the um the problems of having an aging squad coming up against a, a young, aggressive pressing side, you will get, you will concede possession in bad areas, and you will be punished for it. And we were. Yeah, it's becoming a little, a little bit easy to predict. You know, for as optimistic as I will always be going into a game, you know, if I if I don't think we're going to lose against Man City when we were going into that game, which I didn't. I'm certainly not going to expect us to get turned over by leads like that. And I mean, it's certainly what happened. Like leads were just better than us. They had more energy. They were more active. I thought Aronson looked fantastic for them for, for a little guy. He really throws his body around, but uh, I guess we should just go through the lineup first. Cause that's how we normally do things yeah. around here. Allison and goal Robertson, Van Dyke, Gomez, Trent, Fabinho, Tiago, Harvey Elliott, Bobby Firmino, Darwin Nunez, and Mo Salah, pretty much to be expected? Yeah, arguably as strong as we could have gone. Um, The only argument would have been Henderson over any one of Harvey or um, Fabinho on form at the minute, but it's a much of a muchness, you know, for what we have available. Mm -hmm. It was the lineup, I mean, I didn't see anyone complaining uh, six. 45 when the lineup came out about any of the players that were picked. The only questions I could see was how's he going to line this up? You know, is it going to be 4-2-3-1 and match leads up? Or is it going to be 4-4-2 diamond like we had against um, Ajax? I, you know, that was the only question. And that was answered in the first in the first few minutes. You know, it, they went with the diamond again and um, it it it's I, I said it the other night when we won, and I'll say it again tonight, it's not a system you fall into that um it's it's just you play this and it works. This kind of system takes a long time to bed in, like 
any other system when you're playing it. But Leeds were really aggressive right from the off. So much mm-hmm. so, so much so that within 42 mm-hmm. seconds, Salah was one-on-one forcing mistakes and putting a ball into their box. That's how aggressive they were. They were completely out of shape. And when they got on the attack, they just flocked forward with numbers and we were out of shape. We couldn't, we didn't know where to be and when to be there. And it was just, it was just crazy. There was no, there was no structure. We could, there was no structure to any part of the game. And it wasn't until probably half an hour in that we were able to get a foot on the ball and, try to bring some kind of order to it and that i mean that was miles off into the first half but look i mean tomorrow i'll be honest right tomorrow night the lads are going to go through the game in detail and what have you but ultimately this is about the result and the fact that chelsea dropped points today and so did we we dropped points against forest that's six points dropped now against two sides that you need to be beating yeah. In in yeah. two game weeks where Chelsea have taken one point, you'd expect us to take six and claw yeah. five points back on Chelsea and be sitting yeah. a lot prettier. But instead, we've absolutely squandered yeah. any opportunity we could have had yeah. to move up the table and build momentum. All credit to Leeds, all right, because they've that's they haven't won in eight. But I've watched a lot of Leeds this season, and they are definitely in a false position. You can see by tonight, they've been playing like that all season. It's just Melia hasn't been having one of those nights. And they have been gifting up goals that against the run of play. And they couldn't finish their dinner on another night. So tonight, everything came together for them. And, you know, they deserve... I don't know if they deserve the three points. They definitely deserve something. But, look, they got the three points. And you wouldn't argue too much against it because... They fought right until the end, and they got it. You know, we didn't get that break, that lucky, 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 a, a lucky break in their box. They did. They took it. We didn't. Is what yeah. it is. But it's just crazy that it got to that situation in the first place. Yeah, you said things. You know, fell for them throughout the game, and they they certainly did. Let's uh, let's talk about the first goal. I mean, yeah. the ball goes. You know over Trent's head into that channel in between Gomez and Trent that every team aims for, because why wouldn't you at this point? It is our weak chin. Like that's our glass chin on defense. There's no ignoring it or beating around the bush anymore. Yeah. Gomez gets over, covers nicely, gets ball position, and then doesn't pick his head up, plays a square ball back to Allison who slips and Rodrigo has the easiest goal he'll ever, ever get in the Premier League. That goal literally just typified our season to date. Yeah, you know, it, if you could wrap our 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 season to date in uh, a twenty second cameo, that was it. Allison didn't need to come. Gomez did everything right. Won the ball, took got the ball safe, played the ball back to where his keeper ordinarily would have been, and the keeper slipped. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's no coming around on the cover on that. It's it's just it's just fucking one of those. Did you see before the game and Klopp nearly slip going getting into the to the dugout? I was like, uh, I ju- yeah, I just saw like oh, a, God, a brief little go. meme of it or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh no, we can't have Klopp getting injured too. <laughs> I mean, but and I, I just saw that going in. I was like, 
I said last night with when the lads were up when we were on with the lads last night. Uh, the last thing you want to do is give these guys something to hold on to, and we did. We gifted it to them. You, yeah. you can blame Gomez for playing the ball. You can blame Allison for coming short. Ultimately, a centre back in that position is not going to knock it out for a throw in, especially no. with the, the multi ball system that's going at the minute because he's out of position the keeper's out of the goal and that's just never going to happen but he had to pick his head up and he had to make that pass right and he didn't you know Allison slipped at the worst possible time and in they are 1-0 and fucking madness yeah our uh, our ability to concede the first goal is unrivaled yeah at this point. And it's it's funny about Gomez because I noted like less than a minute before the goal, he had played a great angled ball up the sideline to Trent, who was pushing, I found to be throughout the game, a lot higher yeah. forward than he has been the last few games. It seemed like a tactical switch to try to see if we could get Trent advanced and creating again. And I thought throughout the game, I know a lot of people are probably going to go in on Gomez, you know, thinking he had a terrible game. I didn't think he was horrible defensively. I thought some of his passing tonight was the best I've ever seen from Joe Gomez. He found Trent Alexander-Arnold with 40, 50 raking, you know, 40, 50 yard raking balls from his center half position to Trent in an advanced right wing position a bunch of times throughout the game. It's just, he picked a hell of a time to have an awful pass. And yeah, I mean, this is like, even when it happened, it was like, okay, that feels like the sort of thing that happens to us this season. But at the same time of at least once a year, maybe twice a season, you get a goal like that. Like I think what was it last season against Man City that Allison basically threw the ball into his own net. Yeah. You know, like every, every season you're going to get one of those kind of goals and it's just how you reacted from it. And we didn't react very well. I mean, we just we couldn't get a foothold in the game. Like you said, they were they were buzzing into tackles. Like they were obviously choosing to press us high and use their energy. And I was kind of hoping after about a half an hour that maybe as the game wore on, their energy levels would sap. But I mean, in retrospect, that didn't happen at all. You know, yeah, ultimately, ultimately you have to look at the way we were set up with the diamond in midfield. We outnumbered them in midfield. You you expect with the play with Thiago in there, you expect a level of control, and we never had it. Now, whether it's a case that, like, you've seen people in the chat blaming the midfield for not getting control, or having forwards that you could play into, and we didn't have that all night either. It just didn't work. You know, the four, we couldn't get Nunes and Salah into the game, and midfield couldn't keep the ball. It's a recipe for disaster, and the thing is. Like I said at the start, that's not a midfield that you wouldn't be uncomfortable with going into any game. And they just couldn't keep it for love no money. Fabinho, for what you expect of him, being able to break up play, sense danger, read the game. They were playing around him, you know. And Thiago, for all of his brilliant on brilliance on the ball at times he doesn't sense danger and he, t- he takes liberties when liberties aren't called for harvey is was just not at the races you know no. and the out balls that you look that we had really were the two fullbacks trying to create with going on the outside which i thought they did really well in the main robertson and trent 
were the out balls. And Robertson, more than Trent, got higher and was more aggressive. But, you know, when Trent got up as well, it, it did create a lot of problems. But we just couldn't finish our fucking dinner. No, no, it uh, it wasn't until about half an hour into the game that Trent hoops a ball that's kind of bouncing around in midfield over the top for Darwin. It's a great ball, and he just he can't quite sort his feet out. You know, maybe it should have been a first time little chip to try to yeah. get it over Melier with his left foot, but just nothing comes of it. And all right, like yeah, he tried, least, he, he tried to go around the keeper. He tried to go around the keeper on the inside instead of shifting it out out to his left foot and taking yeah. it with his left. He shifted it back into an area where there were players waiting for him. It, yeah. But Melier did well to come out and force him to make a decision really quickly. But saying that, the ball into him was brilliant. And yeah. you expect him, and, and it's one thing that he does in most of the games that I've watched, he takes his shot early. So the fact that he waited and almost had a brain fart it was like, oh, you know, that was the one you needed to shift and hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just kind of tripped over. I mean, apparently he has the biggest feet in the entire world. So, you know, just kind of couldn't quite get his feet sorted out. Just going to throw up this uh, super yeah. chat here we got from Madi Tariq for 20 NLKs. Not entirely sure what those are. He says, let's be honest, this is a fight for top 10. I if you If you extrapolate out, how our results have been, if you presume we're going to be in the same form for all 38 games, then yeah, that might be the case. Mm. It's just, I still can't quite see that happening. Like at some point, and it's the part that's really getting me down about the team over the last, I'm since the season has started is that it's our core players. It's the guys that we've relied on for the five years with the exception of Allison and maybe Robertson this season, the rest of that spine of the team that, you know, three seasons ago, when you're thinking as long as Salah, Fabinho, Van Dyke, Allison, Robertson, Trent are playing, we'll be laughing. You know, we can fill in the gaps around those guys, but as long as those guys are there, you know, Mane as well too. We just, we can't seem to rely on them anymore. Yeah. Like Trent is having a terrible season. There's I... no two ways around it. And Virgil van Dyke just, does not look like Virgil van Dijk anymore. I saw a comment on Twitter after the game, and it was from Dabo. And Dabo isn't one for hot takes or anything like that. And he said, look, this team is done. The co- this squad is is done. The race, they've, run the, they've run the race, basically. And it might be the case that, um, yeah, you're waiting for the World Cup. But there's definitely, where there was... Over the last three, four years, there were sacred sacred cows that you yeah. couldn't touch in the squad. There aren't many now. And there's decisions going to have to be made on a lot of players going into this World Cup and, and beyond because it was clear, it was so evident today on the basis of that game. You miss... They, they did to us what we did to pretty much every side for the last few years. We outran them. We worked. We outworked them. We forced them into mistakes. We forced them into bad decisions in their half of the pitch, and we just don't look like we can do that at the minute. And if it's age, if it's wear and tear in the in the body, if it's too many clop years in their legs, whatever the excuses are, 
there's only one remedy for this, and they come in transfer windows, and you can't afford to go into transfer windows and sniff at them like we used to and say we don't like to buy in January. Yeah, we're not in that position anymore. Nope. I mean, it was one nil. Look, we had the one chance with Darwin. We got the second chance from a scramble from a corner, wasn't it? Yeah. Where do I got this down here? Oh, yeah, 12 minutes. Uh, Robertson plays it to Gomez. Uh, he squares it. That can't be possibly right. Uh, Bobby dummied it to Darwin. He returns it first time to Firmino, goes out for a corner. Trent loops it to the back post with a cross. Melier misses it when he comes out for it. Robbo heads it back in. Fabinho just misses the header, and Mo Salah swings home on the volley with his left foot and puts yeah. it in and gets it, the place 12, going again. 12 minutes gone. Yeah. And you, you're thinking, yeah, okay, we're back in there. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, my confidence was fully back up after we took it back to 1-1. Just because the nature of the goal, of just just it being just a freak, stupid, terrible play by the defense of just giving a goal away. I'm like, all right, we're not going to do that twice in a game for sure. So he says with somewhat sarcastic <laughs> nature. Um, and it, we just couldn't drive the issue home after that. You know, we had that chance that we talked about where Trent played that first time ball over the top to Darwin. But other than that, I mean, they were strong in defense. You know, we got, we started racking up the corners. There's no doubt about that. We had a pile of corners and we did not have the delivery that we had last Saturday. No. Which I don't think anyone had a clear header from a set piece all night long that I can remember. I don't know if anyone in the chat can remember. But I'm, uh, Bobby did. Bobby had one late on in the game, but I think around the 88th minute. But other than that, it was there was no there was no whip on the balls coming in. They were all high floaty crosses, almost a case of get something on it, win the second ball, create havoc and hope. Yeah, and it just wasn't there. It it. And like you said, it wasn't from the volume. It wasn't from a lack of effort because we got into positions to force the corners, but we just couldn't put the right the, the right delivery in to make that difference. And for a team that's so strong in set pieces, it's a serious weapon, and we just couldn't do it. It never it never happened. Yeah. Uh, this comment here, where did it go? From Ryan Cavanaugh. This mm. was my first thoughts at halftime when the halftime whistle went. Was I cannot wait for Ibu Kanata to come back into this team, and also Joel Matip. Like it's at a certain point, there was a few people in the chat before we went on. I saw that we're talking about the need for Van Dyke to, you know, maybe miss a couple of games. You know, the the idea of yeah. Virgil Van Dyke being a liability in our defense of like it would just be nice to have somebody to. Because, I mean, it's been, what, three, four games in a row that Joe and Virgil have had to go to the well again and again and again? Yeah, I don't think that's a problem for Virgil. Um, and I don't think Virgil's problem used is... to be. Yeah, no, I still don't think his problem is fitness. I honestly, I don't. Because I, he looks as quick as he's looked in a long time. I don't know if it's arrogance or if it's... Or what it is. But I don't think it's fitness. I don't think his problem is fitness. I think his problem at the minute is, and it all stems back to what's going on in midfield. By the time you broke 
remember when we were playing with four three three when you had the Mane, Salah, and Firmino. Yeah. You get through that press, then you have to come through the engine room of the midfield. By the time you've come through that, you've worked your nuts off, and then you're in with Virgil and whoever. Didn't matter who was next to him, because by the time that happened, odds are the ball was just, you were just looking for an out. You know, you're looking to make a pass somewhere and making bad decisions. Sides are getting in at us too easy. It was something Carragher mentioned in commentary a few times that we're too easy to play against. And it's, you know, as hard as it is to say we are, we are too easy to get at at the minute, you know, and it's a lot of it is probably down to energy in midfield more than anything. You know, there's no press coming from the front and the three that were, the three that were infield with Firmino trying to drop in when he could, they just couldn't get to the ball quick enough. They just didn't have the energy or the wherewithal to be able to read the play what was going on around them to be able to cut out balls in the right areas and it just invites pressure and we were just too easy to get at yeah and i mean lots of credit for the the guys in the leeds midfield you know like roca and tyler adams did a much better job as a double pivot than you know the times that we were functioning with the double pivot than we certainly did with it like and they were very efficient with their passing like they didn't have a ton of passes in our and Gav put it up uh, in the chat before the show. They had 100 passes an hour half and 14 shots on goal. Like, that's a pretty good ratio. That's like what I mean. One out of every to... seven passes ends in a shot on goal. That's Yeah. They were able to get in, in at us too quickly, too easy. Yeah. And every which way you look at it, that's usually a, a quick one-two into whoever was playing up front at the time, whether yeah. it was Rodrigo or... Um, who was playing on the left for them? On the right for them, uh, sorry. Presencio Somerville was on the left. On the left. And okay, uh, Harrison. Harrison on the right. Yeah. And as soon as they got the ball in, it was look for someone in the middle. Look for a cross. They always went far posts with their crosses. And it was a case of, okay, we're here now in the final third. Get a shot off. Force force Allison to do something. And Allison, look, Allison did well. You know, more often than not. Apart from the slip, he had a decent game. I think it's just so fucking sickening. Do you know what I mean? It, it, and it's the worst of it is, I'm not, it's not surprising. It's not shocking. Yeah. Because not anymore. No, but it, it's you know, it might have been the third time. I think it someone put it in the chat earlier on. They just wanted it more and they just outworked us. It's as simple as that. They just outworked yeah. us. Yeah. And it's, uh, and you can't have that. You And if you physically can't keep up to the tempo of the game that's needed, then, you know, we're going to have, you have to get people in who can. Yep. And that's yep. just the reality of it. And if that means that players that have given really good service to us over the last four or five years need to be moved on, then so be it. I'm hanging absolutely none of this tonight or this season so far on the kids. No. On the likes of Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones, um, any, of the, any of the rest of them. I'm not yeah. hanging any of them. Fabio Carvalho. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, this is not on them. It's the senior players that just aren't doing it and they've not been... It's, it's, the, guys, it's the guys, Kev, that already have all the medals. Yeah, that's that's where our issue lies. Not with the young guys that haven't won everything yet. 
It's the guys that are sitting there looking at their cabinets and they're full of pretty much one of everything you can get. And it's, uh, it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing. That's the biggest thing for me is I'm just so disappointed with how badly we're playing. Cause it was one thing in the first couple weeks of the season of trying to convince yourself that like, we're just not playing good. And now we're just playing poorly. Yeah. Like the, the, the winning goal, like just to jump right to the end of yeah. it. The, the angle that is there to make that pass in is wide open. It's such an easy pass to make. Yeah. And everybody in defense is so passive. Everybody's on their heels. Like it, it kind of reminded me of the chance that we gave up against Ajax in the first two minutes of the game where it was just an angled pass into the middle of the box, Virgil van Dyke getting pinned by a center forward and not doing anything to win or pressure the ball. And, and good finish to the kid gets his toe on it and kind of side foots it into the corner of the net past Allison, which isn't an easy thing to do, but. Uh, I mean, Allison goes close, gets close with his hand, but it would have been a, an unreal save. And the signal is at the other end about a minute beforehand with a really good chance. Yeah. It a really good chance. And we had several really good chances in the second half. And I thought, I mean, there was one where Salah was through and he he put Nunez through on the left-hand side. And Melia just was like there. Yeah. It wasn't in, I don't I I wouldn't blame Nunez for that. It was a it was a really good save that was well read by Ila Melia. Uh, but that was the way the night played out. The only real chance, I think, he had a re- he had Nunez had a uh, shot from outside the box that curled over. Uh, Bobby had a header that was saved on the line that bobbled. But you put that a foot either side of the keeper, let's go. Yeah, and we're talking about a good, winning a good game. Strong hand from Melia. Yeah, you yeah. know, but you're talking about winning a game two one and yeah. seeing it out as opposed to another ch- another missed chance. Go up the other end, get a ball that just rolls off your shin, and you toe poke it into the far corner, because that's the only shot you got. And the Dardify margins of today, because we could have easily had three points and we got nothing because we couldn't finish. Nope. And, that's and for all of the problems that we had throughout the night, we created enough chances to get three points tonight. A hundred percent, we did. And Leeds. For all of the pressure that they had on us for about 60 minutes, we're delighted with a point and we're settled in. But they were settled in for a point. Yep. And it wasn't until they got that last bit on the court on the counter that was given us a lease of life. And they they took the chance that was presented to them. And credit to them. You know, absolute credit to them. Yeah. Yeah, I had it written down at 76 minutes that it seemed like they had started the time-wasting protocols. You know, players going down to tie their shoes and all this and taking all the time in the world. Okay, here it is. That's what you do. We're going to set up for the big last stand. We're at Anfield. You know, we'll nick a late winner and we'll all be happy for an hour after the show and we can have a good time. And then the guys tomorrow night thinking about it, having 24 hours to think about it, will be like, we were actually kind of shit. We kind of stole that at the end, but. It was not to be. It was the exact other way. I mean, shortly after that, Bamford was put in, and his first touch was so poor on that. Like, he just seems jinxed to not get his 100th Premier League goal or you know, 100th yeah. goal you, for Leeds. Can you, can you throw Mush's comment up there? It was just gone back up a sec. Sure. Yeah. 
it's on it's on Klopp and Ward. Klopp confessed it was his fault for not signing a centre midfielder in the summer. We had we have no engine in the midfield. They made a special a suicidal gamble for Bellingham, and the Champions League could be gone by the end of November. Well, it's not. The Champions League's not gone. We're already through to the next round. But the the decision they made not to bring in a midfielder when everyone there isn't a person who's on this podcast or many others anyone you ask for anyone you ask said we needed at least one in the summer and for me i wanted a white player as well but it is what it is we didn't get it i don't know what Klopp has said in his post matches i don't know if anyone has seen them if you if you have seen them can you let us know what the comments were but I mean the Champions League we can park until until February, February or something February, like that. Yeah, February February fourteenth. It, it's done. You know we're we're already through in that. Oh, yeah, qualification so for next season's Champions League. Yeah, I mean I don't right. I don't think so. It's only two more Premier League games before the end it's, of November. But we're it's not, not just be... that. It's not just that, Matt. It's the it's the way we're playing. It the fear factor. When I watched City earlier on today with Leicester, right? And Leicester so crapped the bed. Yeah, Leicester, Leicester absolutely crapped the bed until about 70 minutes when they were 1-0 down and then decided, decided to try and play football for 20 minutes. And they yeah. nearly got something out of it. Sides don't give a shit about playing us now. Now we're a scalp. Yep, We're a scalp to be had. And more often than not, sides are going to do to us what Leeds and what Forrest did. Either sit back and park the bus and try to hit us on the counter or press us in like Brighton did it as well. And they'll plenty of sides are capable of doing that in this league. And unless there's serious investment in January and we get a bit of fortune with injuries that come back and people stay fit, I think we're Mm -hmm. in trouble of definitely missing out on top four. I I wouldn't be putting my, I wouldn't be putting my hard earned money on us getting reaching top four at the minute, not on current form, not on the form we've had in the last 10 games. You just couldn't. You you couldn't, in all good conscience, you couldn't turn around and say we're a top four side. I think we're a country mile off it at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I'm of the belief that we've got we've got the bones, like we've got the parts to do it. Like mm. it just the drop off in this team from a team that was, you know, so close to immortality with winning a quadruple last season and we were so good last season yeah like it's it's shitty currently but don't let us cloud the fact that months ago months ago not years ago months ago the main core of this team was exactly the same and they were doing the most wonderful and fantastic things i can't wrap my head around how they can all get so bad at the same time so quickly like it doesn't it must be right it, it must be wrecking Klopp's head it, well, I mean, it, it has to be here's the thing kev if our manager isn't jürgen Klopp, our manager has been sacked by now yeah after after this game this is the sort of game that gets a manager sacked if it was eric ten Hag coaching liverpool and it was his first season he would be sacked on current form i think yeah i wouldn't argue with that but I don't think FSG 
will no, sack Jurgen Klopp. He'll, he'll have to walk away. No, Klopp, Klopp has got plenty of um, credit in the bank. Yeah, too much. But you've got, you've got to give him... You can't allow Klopp to do what Wenger did. Nope. What Wenger did at Arsenal at the time was turn around and say, I don't need XYZ player. You can't allow Klopp to be to do that. You have to turn it's around to him and say, look, the squad needs the age reduced. This needs to happen. Who do you want us to go and get? And we'll go and yeah. get it. That's what needs to happen. And the decision almost needs to be taken out of his hands and say, look, we're bringing in two or three players and this is the list that we've built up. This is who we need to go. This is where we want to improve this team. What do you think? But you almost have to... I don't think it would take much coaxing because he he's already come out and said, look, yes, I'd love more to be able to spend more. But, you know... So I'm going to throw this comment up here from Ian McLaughlin that says, I'm sorry, Matt, but we don't have the players now as a lot of them are past their sell-by date. And I'm starting to come around to being on that same mindset. But we can't just get rid of them all. Like, we can't no, just say fixed. we can't just say we're losing Milner, Chamberlain, and Keita in the summer. We need to get rid of Henderson. His legs are gone. Fabinho's totally gone. Tiago, he's never available. You can't get rid of six midfielders. And then also, oh, shit we're having some serious questions about Virgil van Dyke and Joel Matip's injury record. And is Joe Gomez really the answer? And I see somebody in here earlier saying, you know, is it time to talk about getting a proper right back? And I mean, I presume you mean Aaron Juan Bissaka. Like, is that, are we at that point where we're going to be looking to pick up somebody that will offer us nothing going forward and, but just helps yeah, us shore no, up the it, defense. Like it's, look, there has to be a few of these senior players that are going to be here for another two or three years. Yeah, there is. Like, that's just the reality of it. And it's just a matter of trying to find the right ones that are able yeah. to mesh with a new team and some new players coming in. Because, I mean, they're just – there has to be somebody starting to come through the door in January at this point. Oh, like, yeah. It's, this, is a, this is almost like a Rubicon for FSG's ownership, I think. Oh, yeah, 100%. And because the questions – and, like, on our FSG show, like, trying to – like find that divide of when are people complaining about FSG really mad at what Klopp and Julian Ward are doing, but they don't want to keep the blame on them. Julian Ward's in for some trouble. Yeah. He has no credit in the bank really with the fan base. No. So if there's going to be a sacrificial cow, it's almost certainly going to be him, but people don't want to, I don't want to blame Jurgen Klopp. And so you just deflect that and you say, the problem is FSG. When we don't know that FSG might be going, dude, Go ahead, spend 150 million. We don't care. Like you can spend the money. Yeah, we you know? don't know because we will. And until someone, until Klopp is finished and gone, we'll never know the inner workings of what's going on inside that club. We can only guess. But I, I'm at a stage now where we need to bring the age down, and we the need to bring in. I still can't get over the fact that we haven't got a midfield, a central midfield player who's aged between 22 and 27. Yeah, it's a big gap. It, it's the kind of thing, <laughs> it's the energy that they provide. I mean, you, you saw it tonight with Leeds with Tyler Adams. He was everywhere. You know, Aronson, yep. everywhere. Granted, yep. they're kids and you're away from home and you're playing against a side who give you space to play in. Yeah. But if you're telling me, in Jan who do we go out and get in January? You just you go out and you make Brighton an offer that can't refuse from Moses Casado. Yeah. And you look at, at least you take a look at uh, Harvey Barnes, 
or players of that kind of ilk that can they have a ceiling where they can improve. But there are players out there that that you know nobody can turn around and tell me there aren't players that we can get. You know, still playing for Klopp and playing for Liverpool is a massive deal. And when it comes to saying you want to, you know, we need to start moving players on. Yeah, we do. We know the players who are going to be going in the summer, but there definitely needs to be something happening between. Um, in then something has to happen in January, hundred percent, and they're going to have to put their money in their pocket and they're going to have to make it happen because it's still early in the season. It's still like what. 20. Well, well, well. Look who showed uh, up. Good evening, All Joe. Happy. Evening, Joe. Congratulations. Congrats, That's, mate. Uh, your, your boys played great. Yeah. There's a song in that, Joe. I, I swear to God, there's a song in that. Tonight is a good night. Congratulations, mate. You guys did. You guys came and did a hell of a job. Yeah. Treat yourself to a new tracksuit, Joe. <laughs> I'd say you've yeah. earned it. Look, it is what it is. I mean, we just weren't good enough and we couldn't match their intensity. No. We got to figure out ways. We got to, and I, and the thing is, we can't change the personnel between now and the January window. So we just got to suck it up and get on with what we got and yeah. find a way of staying in games. The one good thing at the minute is you can really heavily rotate for Napoli, give players a break, give players a few days off. Get away from football for a while and get ready for Tottenham because Tottenham were by the skin of their teeth pulled a win, a win out a late win out today against Bournemouth. Yeah, so it's, that was disappointing. It's you, you just doesn't you, you have to start looking forward now. Do whatever against Napoli. I don't care who plays. Just don't get anyone injured. And. You just look to go to finish off the rest of this window of games as strongly as possible. Get a result against Spurs by hook or by crook, and then see where you are after that. You know, I mean, there's going to be a lot of players there tonight that are going to be hurt on on that result, and rightly so, they deserve to get pelters. But at the end of the day, I'm fucking sickened by it now. I, I'm really fucking am. I, I hate coming on these shows when after a loss, when deep down I know we didn't fucking deserve to get anything out of it. No, nope. you can't. You can't dress it up any other way. You just got to say it as it is. Nope. But no excuses. That we were is, just of course there's no excuses. Shit. You can't just give excuses shit. because I looked at the lineup and I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I was happy enough with the lineup and I was happy yeah. enough with who was playing. Yeah, just made, the system could have been tweaked a bit differently, but you know that's nitpicking. Don't think it would have made yeah. any massive difference. Created enough chances, didn't score them. What are you gonna know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least last week, you know, you can kind of hang your hat on, like, ah, Virgil has those headers, and you know, yeah, you know, should be score, should be scoring and winning. Like, ah, that's tough luck, you know. But yeah. this is just, I don't know. It it seemed to compound the all the issues that we've been having all season. <laughs> I just I, thought of least, something. Do you remember a few years ago when we battered Palace and then we went on a run where we couldn't fucking win it? We couldn't win yeah. a, win an argument. Yeah. Uh, we battered Bournemouth and we've gone the same way. We yeah. spent all our eggs and bar the Newcastle win. You know, this has been coming. This has been coming. This ripping the, pl the plaster off the wound has been coming and it's taken 
till tonight for it to bear its fucking ugliness. Yep. You know, the difference between this difference between this run and that run is that this run we have our superstar world class center half, you know. Yeah, but we don't have we don't have the forwards to make changes. That's the fucking problem. Look at the bench. No, that was coming into the end of the game. Like I'm sitting there watching the game with my wife, and I was like, I don't know how we affect this game going forward off of our bench. There was nothing. Like Fabio, Fabio Carvalho doesn't seem like Patsy, that. Patsy, we're not making excuses, lad. If you think we're making excuses, then I don't know what the hell you've been listening to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think either of us have gotten no anywhere excuses, even close man. to the realm of saying we deserved anything out of that game. We, yeah. we just, we weren't at best, at best, we created enough chances to force a draw because yeah. we limited them to skimpy chances, a gifted goal, and a shin off fucking tapping, toe poke, whatever you want to call it. They didn't yeah. exactly have to work fucking hard for it. That's not to say they didn't work hard through the game. They did. But we fucking gifted them their goals. Yeah. You know? And that's what sickens my hole over us, is the self-inflicted fucking wounds. Yeah. So, all around, not great. Uh, I mean, if there's any two positives to take out of it, I'm quite looking forward to the fat back four tomorrow night. That should be quite interesting. And yeah, I'm also, in a strange way, really looking forward to the uh, League Cup game against Derby because I want to see some of these young kids. I hope that, uh, you know, Ben yeah. Doak might get a few minutes run out with the team. We might actually get to see Calvin Ramsey, you know, playing a yeah. first-team game for Liverpool. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much about it. I mean, we got yeah. four games left until the break. So well, I know some people are going over for that game, and they're really looking forward to it. And they know they're not going to see, like, the senior players. You know, yeah. you're going to see the squad and you'll see the under-23s that are coming through. But there is some talent to come through that. So that'll be a good game to, I suppose, watch with not nothing on it, but it's not the be-all and end-all of a game. Yeah, you know, it's you know a bit of I mean? a free hit. It's a bit of a free Ooh, hit. Don't either... say that. Gav will fucking ring your neck for saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah? I just think that either either which you. way, you can you can kind of explain away the result. You know, if you go through, you're like, oh, you know, you only need to win three or four more games and you can win the first yeah, trophy for, of the for, season. Or I if you lose, you're like, at least we don't have to play those fixtures later on in the season. Yeah. No, yeah. I forgot about that one, Jonathan. You're right. They did hit the bar as well. They they um, That was early in the first half. Oh, yeah, Harrison, yeah. I think that was, played it off. Harrison the put the ball across, and it was a deflection, I think. Trent, or no, Trent got a nudge on Aronson to put him off just enough. Yeah, I mean, when I first saw that, I thought it was poor defending by Trent, but I think it actually might have been good defending by Yeah, Trent. it was good defending. He, he, yeah. couldn't, he couldn't affect the ball, Yeah, but he got just enough on Aronson to knock him off balance enough. But, yeah, yeah look. Thought... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I know, but that, yeah, that was that. Yeah, I remember that. So, um, I mean, I guess before we get out of here, we should uh, try to pick a man of the match. Uh, for us, it's easy. I mean, we both pretty much said this before we came out. It was Andy Robertson? Yeah. You know, he he bombed up and down the left. Defensively, he was fine. Um, there was a bit Low of a bar. thing at the end where they were saying that he left one on the keeper. Uh, I didn't see it like that, but I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I mean, Robertson did everything bar take the chance that he had, but it's oh, shit. that's Actually, not his game. Robertson had a shot on goal, 60th minute. Yeah. yeah. Curtis Jones had a good run. He, You thought he messed the chance up when he should have passed it to Firmino, but instead he played it square across the top of the box. Darwin dummied it, and Andy actually got a shot on goal. Now, it was directly at the keeper, 
but it was within the frame of the goal. So that's an he, improvement. He's the only one that I could think of that you turn around and say, yeah, look, you can walk off the pitch. You did pretty much everything you bloody could. Yeah. You know, he was the out ball all night. He put good crosses. He put decent balls into the box. He was comfortably man of the match, you know, comfortably. Yeah. Um, I don't even. I wouldn't even say there's honourable mentions for anyone else. Um, no. no. What do you I, think I for just, the whole game? Who do you? Who did you like from Leeds? Tyler. Tyler was good. Um, Aronson. Aronson looks yeah. a player. I don't think he'll be at Leeds long. Yeah. Remember no, he seems like I, a very. I don't, I don't think he'll be at Leeds long. Yeah, a very good purchase. It looks like that was for them. Yeah. I would give my uh, man of the match to Crescencio Somerville. I think just for sticking with it because. He, he did not have a great first half, you know. He wasn't really getting at Trent, and Mo was kind of getting some of the ball, and we were trying to feed the ball to the right, and it looked like he was in trouble. And then they flipped him around for the second half. Their wingers, Harrison and Crescencio, switched sides. Yeah. And he was there to take the chance at the end of the game. So, yeah. you know, I know. Look, good on him I, not getting down. Tom, Tom Boland is right. Like, Ilan Melia was he, – he's the, he's the, he was the difference. You know, he made – there were saves that he should make, but he still had to make them. And they were, the they were Allison-like, where he was quick yeah. off of his line and big, and his positioning was good so that he didn't have to make a Ramsdale-style save. I think yeah, you're laughing at that one from Jonathan. The ball boy, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think Elon Melia is really highly thought of in France, especially. They, they, they see him as a future France number one. Um, he's got a lot of caps already. He's, he's got a lot of caps at the under, for the under twenty ones. Uh, he's still a really young keeper. Yeah, you know, very young. And the fact that Leeds have kept him, been able to keep him, it only stands them and him good stead going forward for the rest of his career. Yeah. But if you guys could do us a favor, just please hit the like button. It helps get the show seen by more people. It it helps. Uh, with the subscribe subscribing as well, it, it does help us out a lot. You know, it might not seem like it, but it really does. If yeah. you could do that, we would really, really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's just about enough fun for one evening. I, yeah. I don't know how much more of this I can take, Kev. This uh, is pretty brutal. Look, like we've, we've we've been spoiled for four or five years. Uh, no this is this is the uh, gut turning part of football. Where we just got to suck it up and try and figure out a way to fucking make it work again. Yeah. No, oh man, I, no I would have loved to have been doing reaction shows during those times. Holy <laughs> shit, that would have yeah. that, that was the great. easy days. They were yeah, the easy days. They were the easy not, days when you could come yeah. on and talk about all the good stuff. Yeah, how fantastic you know, we are. Yeah. Now we're talking about all the shit show, but look, there's and it is the, there's no point. I I personally don't see any point in going mad this way, mad that way. I, I yeah. don't see the benefit personally because it's just I get too fucking invested and I get too angry and then I, I take it with me for days. I, yeah. I've had to stop that. I really had to stop that. Yeah. You know, it's not it's, good for anybody. It's not good it's for like, anybody. It's creating stress for yourself for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You just look. We've got another game coming up in a few days. What's, you know, we're going to Napoli, I think it's Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tuesday night. We'll see what lineup he puts out. It'll be fresh faces, fresh legs. Um, we'll Stephen see some players. First start. Yeah, That's we'll, we'll see some. We'll see some players who haven't started for a while, yeah. and we'll we'll see how they get on. Look, Napoli won four 0 today, so yeah. 
No, they Sonny, I'm not going to blame blind. Matt. I reckon I, I'm blaming Keith. Keith yes. is at home watching it. Anytime Keith doesn't watch a game, we do fantastic. Yeah, somebody needs to go over and cut the fiber optic line going into the Plunkett <laughs> residence, and we'll be we'll be absolutely flying from there on in. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I'm letting yeah. my fucking beard grow as well again. Fuck it, I tried. Yeah, it failed. Geez, yeah, careful. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty much it from us. Uh, head on over to weareliverpool.ie. See if they got any more of their uh, Liverpool day tripper beanie hats left. If you're one of the lucky few to get your hands on some of those limited run toques, as we call them in Canada, hit the like button on your way out, subscribe bell icon and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, we're going to get on out of here and I'm going to continue drinking beers. I'm going to Kev. Yeah. Hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah. Social Podcast Network.